I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Wednesday, August 2nd. Senator Elizabeth Warren is scheduled to tour the new Yaki Housing Resource Center in Quincy today. Warren will tour the new building on Broad Street at noontime. Father Bills at Main Spring have constructed the new center to replace the current Father Bills homeless shelter across the street. The new center will provide a 75-bed emergency shelter, but also have 30 units of permanent housing, daycare services, and a Manit Community Health Center clinic. The $24 million project was funded with a combination of city, state, federal, and private money. The new center will open in October, clearing the way for the current shelter to be demolished and make way for the new Quincy Police Station. A new agreement between the MBTA and its largest labor union is aimed at retaining employees at the T with state transit and union leaders set to formally announce the details of the new deal this morning. The agreement made between the T and the Boston Carmen's Union is for four years According to a news release, includes overall pay bumps as well as targeted increases for jobs that are hard to hire for. It also includes improvements to bathroom access, bereavement time, and clarity around rider assaults. The goals of the agreements, shoring up MBTA workforce numbers and ensuring the availability of quality service for all riders. Today's media availability to formally announce the new agreement is expected to feature remarks from Governor Mara Healy, MassDOT Secretary Gina Fiendaka, Union President Jim Evers, MBTA General Manager Philip Eng, as well as a union worker named Alex Gaston. The remarks are scheduled to begin at 9.45 this morning. CVS is laying off about 5,000 employees in a cost-cutting effort. Reductions will occur in non-customer-facing positions, primarily affecting its corporate staff. CVS said it's evolving to adapt to new consumer health needs and expectations and that it must take difficult steps to reduce expenses. The Wall Street Journal, which first reported the news, said the changes are part of CVS's effort to focus on health services. In recent years, the chain has added more primary care offerings and expanded its health hub store layout. Throughout the company's history, they say they've continuously adapted to market dynamics to lead the industry. The difficult decision that they're making, they say, will set the company up for long-term success. CVS employs about 300,000 people. In 2021, CVS announced it was closing 900 stores, amounting to nearly 10% of its footprint in response to the changing of consumer buying patterns. The news comes ahead of CVS's quarterly earnings report, due before the bell today. A woman is facing multiple charges, including operating under the influence of drugs in connection with a hit-and-run crash that injured a man in a wheelchair. Bridgewater police say that shortly before 9.45 yesterday morning, they received multiple 911 calls about the pedestrian crash on Main Street, Route 28. Responding officers found a 75-year-old man suffering from injuries lying on a grassy area between the roadway and sidewalk with a damaged wheelchair nearby. 
The victim, a Bridgewater resident, was taken by ambulance to an area hospital. No word in his condition. Investigators learned that a marooned SUV or crossover type vehicle had struck the man and fled the scene. After being a Given a description of the vehicle, police found a vehicle that had damage consistent with the crash in West Bridgewater, where the driver and the sole occupant was arrested. 61-year-old Bonnie Bowes of Bridgewater, taken to the police station and booked on charges, including leaving the scene of an accident, OUI drugs, negligent operation, leaving the scene. Bridgewater police said Bowes will be arraigned today in Brockton District Court. Hall Police Sergeant Scott Saunders, an 18-year police veteran, is now on leave from the department facing charges that he assaulted his 72-year-old neighbor while off-duty near their homes in Pembroke. The 46-year-old Saunders is charged with assault and battery on a person over 60. Saunders was arrested by Pembroke Police on Monday, July 24th and arraigned in Plymouth District Court last week. He was released on personal recognizance and ordered to stay away from the victim. The victim told police he was sucker-punched by Saunders during an assault that was caught on surveillance video. Saunders has been placed on paid leave pending the outcome of the case. According to a police report, on the morning of July 24th, police were called to the victim's home. Police wrote that the victim had multiple cuts to the left side of his face and cheek area. Blood was coming from his left nostril and his left cheek and eye area were swelled and bruising. The victim told police the incident happened on Furnace Colony Drive near a neighborhood beach. Saunders was walking with a paddleboard as the victim was driving by on the narrow street. The victim told police Saunders used that paddleboard to hit his car. The victim told officers the assault took place after he got out of the car. Saunders is due back in court next month. Well, for the fifth year in a row, two hospitals in Boston have been named among the very best health care institutions in the United States. U.S. News and World Report recently published its Best Hospitals Honor Roll, which ranks the institutions in 15 specialties and their work in 21 more widely performed procedures and conditions. Brigham and Women's Hospital and Mass General were both ranked among the top 22 hospitals in the country. In what is becoming a yearly occurrence, multiple Boston hospitals were recently named some of the best in the nation. Both Brigham and Women's and Mass General made the cut for the annual honor roll of America's best hospitals. The list includes 22 hospitals from around the country, with the two Boston hospitals being the only representatives from New England. Well, this past fiscal year has been the state lottery's most profitable ever. Between July 1, 2022 and June 30th of this year, the lottery pulled in over $6 billion in revenues and netted an estimated $1.2 billion in profit. An estimated $4.4 billion went to prize payouts, another all-time high. Lottery retailers who get a commission and bonus when they sell a winning ticket earn $350 million. After payouts, commissions, 
and administrative expenses, the lottery's leftover profit totaling $1.2 billion in fiscal 2023 gets paid out to the 351 cities and towns. That money helps keep communities running by funding local infrastructure, snow removal, school services, or any number of other projects. The lottery tracks how much money it sends to each city and town in the Commonwealth every year. More than $129 million went to Boston. Worcester got over $48 million. Springfield was awarded almost $44 million. The unprecedented profits were driven by tantalizing jackpots and voracious instant ticket sales. Mega Millions and Powerball sales both rose dramatically last fiscal year by 116 and 31 percent, respectively, as players angled for multiple billion-dollar jackpots. And Bay Staters purchased about $4 billion worth of instant tickets, another record after the lottery introduced a new $50 instant ticket. A check of business news this morning, and stocks are mixed. The Dow is up 71 points. The Nasdaq rose 62. The S&P dropped 12. Asian stocks are lower. The dollar rose, the euro is up, and oil is up to $82 a barrel. Sports Red Sox beat the Mariners in Seattle last night, 6-4. They'll wrap up their series at 4-10 this afternoon. The forecast from the National Weather Service today, mostly sunny and pleasant with a high of 78 degrees. Tonight, another clear, comfortable night, 53 for a low. Tomorrow, partly sunny, high of 81. Some thunderstorms around Friday. More humid, high of 80, and then partly sunny, 83 on Saturday. For the boater, waves about a foot. Wind out of the north at 5 to 10 knots becomes easterly later today at a high tide, 1232 this afternoon. Sunrise, 537, set at 8.02. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Wednesday, August 2nd, 2023.